From Impact Alpha, this is Returns on Investment, a show about impact investing. I'm Brian Walsh, head of impact for the fintech company Liquinet, coming into you from New York City. In today's episode, we'll peek behind the curtain of Impact Alpha itself with its co-founders. David Bank joins us as always from Impact Alpha's world headquarters in the San Francisco Bay Area. Hi, David. Hey, Brian. And making her returns on investment debut, Zulema Biebel, Impact Alpha's Director of Operations and co-founder, joins us from our European office in Madrid. Hi, Zulema. Welcome to the show. Hi, thank you for having me. I'm very excited to be here today. Well, both David and I are very excited to have you. And fret not, regular listeners, co-host and lovable curmudgeon herself, Imogen Rose Smith, will be back soon enough. So, Zulema, you're here with us today because we're going to be talking not just about the state of the industry, but about the state of Impact Alpha itself and what are the challenges of building a mission-driven media company that's trying to cover the transformation of finance. Now, David, starting with you, you wear two hats as both the editor and the CEO of Impact Alpha. So how does running a startup inform your coverage of the impact investing market? Well, Brian, we we cover a lot of entrepreneurs. We talk to a lot of entrepreneurs. We hear about the problems and troubles and challenges that they face in, in building their businesses. And I will say that I have a, let's say, um, heightened sensitivity and uh, compassion uh, with, with them uh, as trying to run our own business. And, you know, we've been building Impact Alpha now for a few years. Uh, we've gone through our own, you know, uh, twists and turns and pivots. Um, and uh, we feel like we're now on a very good path towards running a business. I mean, I got into this as a journalist. Turns out you have to build a, a revenue model and a and a sustainable and a sustainable uh, a business model as well. I think we finally have gotten there with our with our subscription service that we launched about six months ago. And now, Zalema, as as head of operations, you're overseeing a lot of, of the moving parts of Impact Alpha as a business itself. So, what makes you most excited about where the company is at this point? It's our potential for growth. The opportunity that we have to reach so many people that are really interested in this space and they're looking for the type of information so that they can do their job better. The fact that we can show impact investment through different lenses, um, it gives people an opportunity to see how they can fit into the space, uh, whether they are investors or they're entrepreneurs or they fall somewhere in between. So David, as running a business, you are trying to grow this business. And what do you see the opportunities for growth here? Well, I mean, the great thing about it is that the editorial drives the business in, in a good, very good way, in a very organic kind of way, which is, you know, we uh, write stories, we produce content, we produce this podcast, and folks that want to get access to that sign up and they give us their emails. And then the more and the better content we produce and the better stories and the, and the, and the more value we provide, you know, presumably more people come to the, to the site and sign up. And then some of them actually um, uh, give us their credit cards and, 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 and subscribe. And so the better editorial we do, the better you know business we have. And then conversely, the better business we have, the better editorial we can do because we get more subscribers. We've got some more resources. We put more reporters on the beat. We cover more beats. Um, and uh, everybody gets a higher value product for effectively the same price. So we're very happy now that we've got this kind of virtuous circle running where, where the editorial supports the business and the business supports the editorial. Yeah. And there's an alignment of incentives there. You're not uh, advertiser dependent uh, so that it's, it's not about getting as many eyeballs as possible, but it's as getting as many of the right people who support the value proposition that you offer uh, to pay for that with their subscription dollars. Is that is that fair? Yeah, that's exactly right. I mean, this is a subscription model, which is kind of an, you know an old thing is new again kind of thing for for media that people would actually pay for it. Um, it sort of went out of favor for a while, but it's very nicely it very nicely aligns, as you say. Uh, 
the you know aligns us with with our readers right because we're providing some value people find find value in that and, and they decide to pay for it and so you're not triangulating as you say back to advertisers you're saying what do readers really want to know about and so for example we've gotten very good response lots of, of interest in our coverage recently of opportunity zones um, some people you know who who may not be either in the U.S. or not not interested in that thing, you know, might think we're overdoing it. But it's 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 an example of a kind of thing in the impact investing space where we think we're poised to provide some value. It's a new thing. It's got a lot of interest. There's a kind of information gap, a lot of confusion. And the more you can, you know, help sort that out for folks, you know, that's very valuable to people who are pondering what what's up with this big new thing. So it's a classic place where media can add some value, and, and we're, that's what we're trying to do. Uh, David, as a disclosure, you know, LiquidNet, uh, my company, has invested in Impact Alpha because we see it as one of the big tools for the industry to help bring data and storytelling and help bring kind of some more explanatory editorial products uh, to the market to help make sense uh, for people who are active practitioners in the market, but also who are trying to figure out the space as, as newcomers to the impact. I always knew you were a sharp investor, Brian. <laughs> yeah. Well, t- time will tell on that one. Uh, but uh, So, David, that's a really good point about this you know, information gap that exists in the market and that you're filling. But, Zulema, you've actually been working on some efforts to create an identity around people who are active in impact investing and see that as a, a big opportunity for Impact Alpha. Can you talk a little bit about this agents of impact that you've helped launch? Yes, the agents of impact, I mean, this is exactly what we're seeing from our readers and from our members, right? This is a community that has come together that is looking for a place to be and share their ideas and their projects and their products. Um, and we are being, we're able to listen to what they're saying and then reporting back on what we're hearing. And this agent of impact identity, from our side, you know, we're trying to provide the right venues for people to connect um, and one of the things that we're doing is the call where every month we pick the hottest theme of the month and bring on different practitioners in the field and have a conversation about what is happening um, on that topic. The other great product that we have is our members-only Slack channel where people can connect with each other, can connect with the journalists, can connect with the Impact Alpha members, and again, continue to build this identity and really finding an umbrella where we can all come together and move the field forward. So, David, uh, how do you navigate this train of being a, uh, a cheerleader for impact investing and creating a, a sense of shared uh, community identity uh, for these practitioners and trying to be someone who's clear-eyed about uh, the state of uh, the world, the state of the market, and is bringing this kind of editorial rigor uh, to your journalistic product? So how do you, how do you kind of navigate that, that balance? Well, you know, that's a great question, Brian, and, and I, I've thought about that a lot, and I've actually gotten that a fair amount. You know, the way I see it is I'm all down for the better future for the world, right? I don't make any bones about whether that's like, I'm not agnostic about that. I want us to tackle the climate challenge. I want us to tackle income inequality around the world. I want there to be inclusive prosperity. I'm, I'm, I'm down for the, the goals, the sustainable development goals and, and all the rest. The way to get there, frankly, is to, you know, iterate, experiment, you know, try things and then frankly, hold everybody accountable to whether those things work or not. So the, in fact, the journalistic role here is not to just stand on the outside. It's to say, look, make it work, folks. And and, and if it's not working, you know, we're going to hopefully uh, be able to tease that out so that you ca- you guys can make it work. So it is a little bit of advocacy journalism. I, I'll, I'll own that. But it's advocacy journalism in the, you know, at its best, you know, holds people accountable and isn't just cheerleading. It's actually a service. It's it's a sign of a mature marketplace that it can take scrutiny 
and and accountability. And that's where we're trying to trying to push this. Yeah, and one of the things when we talked in the very early days of Impact Alpha, David, is that you know the the impact investing market doesn't need yet another white paper research report uh, to be put out uh, talking about uh, the space. It actually needs uh, coverage. It needs examples. It needs promising models. It needs uh, you know to be uh, explored with uh, the the rigor that you know the the best uh, journalism can provide. And yeah, in my in my newspaper days, I was always a a beat reporter. Um, you know, I, I I covered city hall and I covered cops and crime and you know and I had a, a whole variety of beats. In my tech days, I had you know companies that I covered day in and day out with their earnings reports. I mean. Beat reporting is kind of, you know, becoming something of a lost art, but by just watching it every day and being, you know, all over it, you start to see who the leaders are. You start to see who's who's calling, you know, um, the, the trends in, in, a, in a smart way. And you follow the money, we always say, which is, you know, a good a good indicator, if nothing else, of where the momentum is. And then you also what we've what we've come to realize, you follow the talent, you follow the smart folks who are doing stuff. And then, frankly, the readers want to follow the money and follow the talent as well. So you're following them so that the readers can follow them. And, you know, you don't know exactly where it's all going to go, but you do sort of start to get a, a nose for, for, for who to watch about where it's starting to go. And, you know, yes, the, you know, you need to dig in, you need to investigate and whatnot, but, but at some level you just need to keep, keep your eye on the ball. So Zulema, uh, who is the typical agent of impact or who is the typical impact alpha reader? I think that what's typical about all of them is their interest in the industry. I think the roles that they play and where they come from, you know, it's very, very varied. So we have, you know, the entrepreneurs, we have your traditional investors, you have your asset and owner managers, banks, family offices, foundations, university students, undergraduate students, development finance institutions um, that are all part of our agents of impact reader base. Um, and even to me, what's cool is about looking at our audience, it's also where they're coming from, right? We have readers all over the world. Um, and you can you know look at people in South America, in North America, in Europe, in Asia. Uh, and it's just really exciting to see how everyone's coming to our site to look for this content and how they're all providing a little bit of insight and feedback into the content that they're getting every day. One of the things, Brian, that um, is, 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 is interesting, is, as, as Lema says, is you know, I think if you were probably starting a, a media company, you you wouldn't, for example, cross all asset classes. Almost almost no um, uh, business pub, you know, goes all the way from the very small startup to you know big global pension funds and sovereign wealth funds, institutional investors, um, all the way from you know seed stage through through VC through growth stage through you know pr- you know fixed income, private equity, and then as Zalema says, across all the players in the field. So. That's why we do think there is this identity that what we call agents of impact. People are down for this broader transformation. It's not just, oh, how do I, you know, make my investment, you know, align with my values. That's obviously part of it. What we're really trying to track and what everybody feels wants to feel a part of, I feel, I think, is that there's something much bigger going on about, you know, the transformation of finance around valuing environmental and social impact. And everybody knows that, you know, no no one player, no one party, no one company is going to be able to do that themselves. They've got to all be, you know, kind of working together. And, you know, they all, you know, there's lots of debates and whatnot. It's not like everybody's in lockstep, but there is kind of a thing going on about, you know, changing the way finance works. 
Right, and this idea that if you want to change the world, then your world must change. And so it's not just one sector or one asset class, uh, but that it's a transformation, as you said, across financial services, across the finance industry, uh, across business. Is, is, that, is that a fair way to, to frame it? Yeah. Well, I mean, one of the things we find is people say, hey, you know, I know more about, you know, um, uh, sustainable forestry than, than you guys will ever know. And I was like, yeah, that's why we're that's why I'm interviewing you here. But you don't know as much about affordable housing or 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 or, or climate finance or um, smallholder ag uh, as as the other guy does. So we're going to basically go talk to that guy and we're going to then bring um, him or her to, to you. So you may not be as deep in any particular vertical as the practitioners themselves but we're going to introduce them to these other agents of impact in other fields that they may or may not know about. So um, that's the kind of cross-fertilization that's going on. And, you know, there's all kinds of deal structures, patterns, you know, other things that start to um, sort of cross-fertilize. Zulema, are you seeing that, you know, as you mentioned, we have the, the Slack channels and the monthly calls and the profiles of the agents of impact. Uh, but are, are you seeing that too, that cross-fertilization in some of the other products we're putting together, like the events that we've been doing? Yeah, we're super excited to be launching our um, Agents of Impact event series. To me, you know, coming from, from the impact space background, it's exciting to see how many people are making that data and editorial connection as well and how they're really looking to tie some of the reporting and the data collection that we've done to bigger and better products, right? And from the impact space perspective, we've always wanted to be collaborating with people that know how to do it better, right? And just sort of serve as a basis for a lot of these projects. Uh, and going back to the Agents of Impact event series, here again, it's we're providing another opportunity to connect and to talk about future things that we want to do together with our readers and with other practitioners in the space. So David, you're doing a lot and you're rolling out a lot uh, through Impact Alpha. How are you doing this? What's your team look like? Well, Brian, we're a small but mighty team. I mean, we've, we're pushing 400 plus daily newsletters, five days a week. You know, every every week we, we sometimes take a, a, a break at, at, at Christmas and we sometimes take a, a break in the middle of the summer. But 50 weeks a year, that's not no mean feat for a small team. But we're, you know, we're we're. We're distributed. We have, you know, some time zone advantages um, between the East Coast and, and Europe and, and the West Coast where I am. And we're, uh, you know, we're cranking every day. We're very much looking forward to the growth that the subscription model and, and some of our recent success is, is, is enabling to put more reporters on the beat and do more to, to knit this community together, like Zulema was saying. Zulema, uh, final thoughts. What are you most excited about moving forward? I'm just super excited to be able to continue to do the work that we're doing it, but doing it with an additional added value. And, and we want people to be proud of being an Impact Alpha reader as much as we are proud to be the Impact Alpha makers, if that makes any sense, right? We take, we're not just doing this to do this. We do this because we believe in the space, we believe in the possibilities that are out there to make the world a better place. Uh, but at the same time, we just, you know, we're a great company. We're growing. We have a lot of challenges ahead, but we're just excited to, to do it with you, to do it with all the people that, that are behind us. And David, a final message for our, for our listeners for this episode? Well, I just say, you know, check us out, you know, go to the site, get the newsletter, um, you know, situate yourself in that in that ecosystem. Let us know what you need from us, what you need to see, what you're seeing in the field. I mean, it, it really is uh, so big and so multifaceted that it takes all of us to, to keep up on it. So we really feel like we're part of a community and we want to we want our readers and our listeners to join us and be part of that as well. 
Well, that sounds like a great place to, to stop for today. That's going to do it for this episode of Returns on Investment. Thanks so much to Zulema Bibel. Thank you. And to David Bank. Thank you, Brian, and for all your support over the years. Of course. And special thanks, as always, to our technical producer, Isaac Silk. This podcast has been a production of Impact Alpha, providing news and insights for those working to build an inclusive and prosperous future. Find us at impactalpha.com. If you like this podcast, please consider telling two people about it. You can also leave a rating and review at Apple Podcasts. It really helps other people find us. If you don't like this podcast, maybe uh, keep it to yourself. No, just kidding. We love feedback, so feel free to drop us a line. Our email is editor at impactalpha.com. We're also all on Twitter at impactalpha. From New York, I'm Brian Walsh. Thanks so much for listening to Returns on Investment. We look forward to speaking with you again soon.